couple days ago, some things came out about Andy Stanley, who I have historically been a fan of, okay? I encourage people to go check out his debate on Unbelievable Channel with uh, Jeff Durbin regarding some of his views and some of the accusations that I'm not sure if they were super accurately depicted. But what came out uh, in the last couple hours is... Uh Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and... 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Uh, it's, it's alarming. There's no way around it. It's shocking. It's, it's disappointing, okay? Uh, and I'm going to get into all of it. I went a little deeper and verified some of the sources independently. This is one of the most polarizing topics in our society right now, one of the most polarizing um, conversations that Christians are having, and it's, it's unfortunate. So we're going to be talking about this leaked conversation that came out, and we're going to see if this is just one person's word. We're going to see, excuse me, what the scriptures say about a, a situation like this. We're going to see... A whole lot, okay? So for those of you guys that aren't caught up, let me uh, let me catch you guys up on what's happening. So there's a, a pastor out of Gilbert, Arizona, which if you guys didn't know, I just had Pastor Daniel Golding on. Okay, he's from the same area. So I was able to verify who this gentleman is. I was able to verify that he is a pastor in the area, all that kind of stuff. And so he says, um, this is in context of a clip that came out this week of Andy Stanley basically coming out as affirming. Now, most of us who take a, scripture's authoritative view of the Bible uh, would say that is incongruent with someone that is a pastor, okay? And so he's kind of tiptoed around this. He's People saying he's been kind of foreshadowing this with making statements like, hey, uh, we need to unhinge the Old Testament, all that kind of stuff. And some of that stuff, I feel like people kind of honestly have taken him out of context. Here, it's different, okay? And again, I... I Love Andy Stanley. I've met Andy Stanley. I've read deep and wide. I love Andy Stanley so much that I made an album called Do For One, inspired by a book and series he wrote. That's my bias out there, okay? So this is this is un, uncomfortable to talk about, to say the least. So this is Pastor Ryan. He says, on September 19, 2019, I was invited to a private dinner with about 15 pastors at a local church in Gilbert, Arizona, to participate in a Q&A with Andy Stanley after he finished speaking at a conference. The subject of LGTV came up. And over the next hour and a half, Andy shared overtly heretical views that clearly contradict what the Word of God says. I was shocked to find myself arguing with Andy Stanley along with other pastors despite our respect for him. Now, again, my buddy Daniel is in this area. Uh, he, he was actually in California during this time, but it, very likely he probably would have been at this luncheon. So again, I did some more recognizance work. I dug a little deeper, and we're, we're going to talk about that. All right, so Andy Stanley view of LGBT is a really a disability. Using the analogy that telling LGTV people they have to stop being that to follow Christ is like taking a wheelchair away from a guy who can't walk. Andy Stanley said, I don't do LGTV uh, weddings, but I can't say I would never do one. If my granddaughter asked me someday, maybe I would. Now, I didn't go down the rabbit hole of trying to figure out who his granddaughter was, though I was tempted. Just left that alone, all right? <sighs> Worst of all, 
He said, uh, we need to make room for them who chose to be married to each other in our churches because that's as close as they can get to a New Testament framework of marriage. It gets worse. And there's a way out. By the way, Andy Stanley, I love you. If you're watching this, there's a way out. There's a direct way out, which we'll get to, okay? If this is misinformation, there's a clean way for you to come out and correct everybody. And he's tagging Andy Stanley and all these, by the way. So he wants to smoke. He wants all to smoke. I believe in LGTB people. People are that way. They can't change. Directly contradicting 1 Corinthians 6, 19. Now, now here we can get into some, some semantics. There's a variety of views in terms of this community in the church from side A to side B to side Y to side X. And there's a diversity of views, okay? And so not everybody who is a part of this. Some people feel like they won't change and therefore are called to be celibate, right? So I don't know if we could speak to that with any type of certainty of, well, everybody who is this has to change and get in a heterosexual marriage. I don't think that's the answer either, okay? Um, but that, that's neither here nor there. He says, I know I shouldn't let experience dictate my theology. You absolutely should not. But I have. Maybe I'm wrong. He says, yes, he is. I debated whether or not I had a responsibility to share his remarks, but I concluded that th that because he shared these thoughts in private, it wouldn't be right to share them publicly. I hoped that maybe he was just struggling with his faith and would return to biblical belief. I think most of us would have hoped that, right? And, and for context, we did a video reacting to the initial clip that went viral on the Bless God Studio channel. I got all this information from another uh, pastor friend of mine who told me that, hey, this is what happened. This is in the pipeline, yada, yada, yada. So that's why we didn't put that video out because we didn't have all the information. Now we have all the information. He says in 20, in the, and this is why all this is coming out now, by the way. He says, because in the 2020 annual drive conference, Andy begins sharing publicly many of the same sentiments with pastors and Christians Christians in this talk. So this is for pastors, a conference for pastors. In this talk, he never says LGTV is a sin or that God can set LGTV people free or that LGTV people need to turn from their lifestyle. If anything, he holds up LGTV people as morally superior to regular Christians. Another. <sighs> he refers to all the passages that clearly condemn it as clobber passages. And he just unleashes clip after clip after clip. Now, maybe some of this stuff is out of context. And again, Andy has a very direct way out of this. Okay. But the way these clips look, there's quite a few of them. We're going to go over them. It's, 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 it's looking bad. All right. It's looking bad. So uh, we'll, we'll play these, react to them and keep going. A gay man or woman who wants to worship their heavenly father, who did not answer the cry of their heart when they were 12 and 13 and 14 and 15, God said- So this is him using the clobber passages bit, okay? And uh, initially I was like, well, yeah, you know, this is, uh, I could understand what he's attempting to say. If you're going to a place where you know you're not accepted, but you're going anyway, I get it, okay? Uh, but that doesn't sound like that's what he was saying. He says, Andy is a uh, brilliant master communicator, which makes him a master manipulator. Uh, I don't know. I think that's a bit, you know, that, 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 that's a bit harsh. But listener, listeners want to give him the benefit of the doubt. Out of respect, he keeps one foot close enough to the line so he can retreat if backlash becomes too strong. And he claims misunderstanding. In Drive 22, uh, and he essentially admits this topic. Now, this is this tactic. He says that uh, don't take people's church away from them unnecessarily. He goes on to explain that if a pastor comes out affirming, then half the people will leave. And this is pretty bad. Like, like 
Again, I don't know the context here, but it sounds like he's spot on. It sounds like Ryan is, is being honest with the statement. And by the way, by the way, there's other people that have verified this, and we're going to get to that. So make sure you watch till the end. Ridiculous pastors got up and we're affirming. They got up and announced we're affirming. And, you know, and then the next Sunday, half the congregation's gone. And it's the congregation is like, we are? I don't even know what that is. I, I, now I can't come back to my church. And why can't I come back to my church? Because we hired this bozo pastor and he just took my church away from me. Now, whether the person's right or wrong is irrelevant. Your pastors and your leaders don't take people's church away from them unnecessarily. Let me just keep stuck my notes. He knows, he's self-aware enough to know that when a pastor comes out and announces this, half of the church leaves. Okay, so, but, and then his, his application point is don't take people's church away from them unnecessarily, which means if he's saying this stuff privately and he's saying this stuff publicly, he, he's, he's kind of towing the line and doesn't really want to come out with his own position on this. And that is why he's kind of being ambiguous and seeing how close he can get to the line. Right. That's how it seems. I don't know his heart. And again, there's a way for him to clean all this up if he wants leadership. to. Our job is to lead, model, disciple, equip people to navigate cultural shifts in keeping okay. with the teaching of Jesus and the apostles. Now, Which is Romans 1 is pretty clear on. Yep. Say, Andy, that sounds kind of dishonest and sneaky. No, it's not dishonest and sneaky. It's leadership and it's shrewd. Jesus said you're to be wise as serpents and shrewd, excuse me, wise serpents. You're supposed to be wise as, harmless as doves and shrewd as serpents. We get so harmless, we forget sometimes we need to be shrewd. We need to be more snake-like in the appropriate Jesus kind of way, which means when people need to begin shifting their thinking, you don't get up and announce, you disciple and you teach people. So there are people and if this is in the context of this, meaning this is one streamline of thought, when you come out as affirming after the church leaves, and then he's telling you to be shrewd and nudge people into the right way of thinking. To the LGBTQ community. And I mean, that's, I, 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 am I, I'm really, tr I'm trying to extend a good faith argument because guys, I'm, I, like I've said, historically, I've been a fan. There are people on the, when it comes to the LGBTQ community and our churches, right? There's some people that wanna drag us too fast and there are some people who wanna pull us back too hard. No, 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 no. There's just people that we just wanna stick to what the scriptures say, Andy, that's it. What did the scriptures say? Right, well, we don't have to contort and twist and manipulate the scriptures to what they clearly say, to what natural law clearly says. As this clip hits differently, when you know Andy Stanley has said these people don't change in our private dinner and in this conference talk, he never says that it's a sin and, or that it's desirable for people to leave that lifestyle. Okay, so let's see what he says here. The next generation is worth, okay, here we go, leading our churches to acknowledge there are gay people, not just straight people with a sin problem. I feel like most of us acknowledge this, Right. We acknowledge that, that that this is this is a thing. Some people carry this cross. It, it's wow. I don't know. I don't know how it all works. Are you born this way? You're not born this way. Science is conflicted. Is there a gene? No, there doesn't seem to be a gene. I think most people, maybe because I'm a millennial and he's talking to older pastors, I, but it seems like most people acknowledge that these folks exist, and um, and some of them will potentially have to be celibate if they were to try to align with a New Testament ethic around this topic. Okay. I think most people acknowledge that. 
And, and this is so complicated and this is so difficult. Now, if you're gay, don't hear me saying you're complicated and you're difficult. You're not the problem. The church is still trying to adjust to a reality that we struggle with and we struggle with it for good reasons. Now, this is so easy personally. In fact, I, I don't know all of you, but I, I bet for nine... <sighs> okay, be clear. Andy says, except he means affirm. Okay, this is according to Ryan. Now, again... I have a Bible verse for us, okay? If, you, if you're here and you're gay, and maybe nobody even knows, I just wanna applaud you for your faith. And the fact that you would even step foot inside of a church and wanna- Remember, he's speaking to pastors. He's speaking to pastors here. Jesus in private and quietly because that's what's in your heart and you long to know that your heavenly father accepts you and you're hoping the body of Christ will be a representation of his love for you. And I'm telling you, People in this room, they get that. And we won't do it perfectly, but we'll do it to the best of our ability. Mm. By the way, this talk is taken down from that conference. All the other talks are left up, but apparently this talk is taken down. Now, Ryan says it's clear how the community is interpreting this. Andy Stanley is getting so much heat from conservative Christians over his latest statements on LGTV Christians. I applaud Andy for taking this seemingly small but historically significant stuff. So he's saying, look, this is how this community, this is how this community is receiving it. He's clear to them, okay? Maybe he thinks he can be shrewd to the rest of the Christian community, but he's clear to them. Now, I got a verse, verse for you guys. Because again, when I first saw this, I was like, well, who is this guy, Ryan? Do we just kind of take his word for face value, right? And so, um, this is 1 Timothy 6. It says, do not listen to an accusation against an elder unless it is confirmed by two or three witnesses. And he's in his, you know, I don't know, mid-50s. Uh, he's been serving a long time. He's had great thoughts on all kinds of different things, right? So I think this principle here is something that I was trying to go into this video. I was like, okay, well, we can't just listen to an accusation uh, based with, with only one account. And that's where other people chimed in, Right? Uh, he says, I was there too. I've been considering a similar post. I remember it well. So this is the people that were at this lunch where Andy said he would do this sort of wedding. Considering this sort of post, I remember it well and told my wife, then it's only a matter of time before he becomes affirming, okay? And so the the dangerous part in this, are we going from Andy Stanley is the, the gateway to full-on progressive affirming Christianity, right? There's a massive difference between loving people and affirming sin. None of us is without sin, but we can't celebrate it. And then I dug deeper and it found out I was there and can corroborate Ryan's recounting of the story. So now you have two other pastors that were here. And Luke, Luke Simmons, who I reached out to, is, um, is a pastor of a church that, again, my buddy knows in the area. Okay, so this isn't someone that like I'm not connected with. My buddy Daniel knows Luke. He says he's solid, and uh, and, and we're gonna get into this kind of conversation here in just a second uh, with with some of his views on it because I asked him specifically if he would verify this. Now, um, here is the rest of Ryan's thread. He says, Andy Stanley is clear on what he thinks. Supposedly Christians are weird, and LGTV people are cool, and we're trying to figure this whole thing out. He asks the cool people to be patient with us, weird, confused Christians when we've had this figured out for 2,000 years. That's just not a good look, man. That's just not a good look. I mean, and if you're gay, I know, just be patient with us. We're weird, I know. But, but you understand because you're here because you love Jesus and you probably grew up in church and you know we're trying to figure this whole thing out. The out for Andy would be to simply clarify this. 
right? It would be to simply clarify this. He says Andy's a, a false teacher, wolf, and Orthodox Christians cannot platform him or promote him any longer. If this is all a big misunderstanding, here's the out for Andy. Andy, if you're watching this, I love you, but, but this is wrong. You're wrong on this. If this is true, and you have three pastors saying that this is what you said privately, and now you're echoing the same sentiments publicly, if this is true, this is how you fix it. Real simple. This is all a big misunderstanding, and the way the unhitching of the Old Testament seemingly was when he went on and debated Jeff Durbin on Unbelievable. If this is true, all he has to do is come back and clarify that one, LGTV lifestyle is a sin, and two, God wants these people to repent and change. He's saying change. I think they could repent and change their mind, but be celibate. I think that's also a fair option for folks that are coming from that lifestyle. I don't think they need to all become heterosexual. That's where I would probably disagree. And so in this conversation, I reached out to this gentleman, Luke, to verify um, what was happening. And, and, and in, that, in, in this exchange, uh, this is Pastor Luke Simmons in the same area who said he was at this luncheon. Okay, again, this is now three people that have publicly said they were at this luncheon. He says, it's possible to take the Bible seriously and still be incorrect in interpreting it. You can be sincere and operating in good faith and also be wrong. Here is a good example. And this is some guy named Dr. Kevin Young. And he says how I became an affirming uh, Christian without uh, sacrificing the authority. And it's just complete hogwash. Okay, uh, the, 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 the breakdown is silly. And so he puts a book here about this topic. And so I said, great point. In light of this, would you then categorize Dr. Kevin as a wolf and heretical teacher or just someone in error? Because this is where some of us are going to wrestle with this. Is Andy, if Andy Stanley holds the same position, do you agree with Ryan? He's a wolf and false teacher as well. I'm genuinely clear because I see you at that lunch. He says, I'm not, I'm honestly not familiar enough with the breadth of Dr. Kevin's ministry to label him a wolf, um, not to judge, not to judge, just that I take those labels seriously and would want to know what I'm talking about. I think Andy is moving in a dangerous direction. I'm not ready to label him as a wolf. Okay, so that's Luke Simmons who was there. Ryan says he's a wolf and other people are saying he's apostate, uh, apostate, um, which is like he's now coloring outside of the lines of orthodoxy, which if this is true, which it seems like it is, he definitely seems to be covering, coloring outside of the lines of orthodoxy. And he, he, he needs to either come out and clarify this and say, sorry, guys, this isn't what I meant. It's one big misunderstanding. I think it is a sin. I think they are supposed to either repent or be celibate. Keep it moving. Now, further investigation. I have a friend that was going there recently, and he said they're known for having people from that lifestyle uh, publicly serve in positions of leadership, okay? And so now there's four accounts of the three accounts of what he said there about potentially doing these weddings. And now there's a fourth account of someone I know personally who said he's a, he was going there, he was a member there, um, and that they, they, do the, they, they have folks from this community in public leadership, okay? And so I, I think this is, this is a mess and a half. I, I really do hope that... Um, this is a misunderstanding, but unfortunately, it doesn't seem like it. And uh, and it bums me out, man, because I, I really enjoyed Deep and Wide. I really enjoyed his books. Uh, I enjoyed the talks I've heard. I've heard him live. I've met him in person. Um, I love Do For One. Um, and, and and it's just a bummer that, 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 that it seems like this is where he is. Now, if I'm wrong, I would love for him to clarify. I would, uh, and, and again, I appreciate Deep and Wide. I appreciate some of his tactics. I appreciate the, his, his um, strength for apologetics. I think these things are good. And I think sometimes he's kind of caught some strays from the presuppositional apologetics community, the people that want to nitpick every sermon. Some, sometimes that stuff is true. But here, 
man, it's, it's, this is not a good look. This is, this is bad. This is, this is bad. And so I think he needs to come out and either clarify or, or repent and just say, I was wrong on this. This is not what I believe to be true. I do believe it to be a sin. And I feel like most of us, when we sit down and we have this conversation and we ask people, um, really ask people according to the scriptures, uh, people can see that it's a sin. It's just, well, how big of a sin? If it's a sin, we need to repent of it, right? We need to not do it. If we want to live a life within God's parameters, God's ways of doing things. And so I did an, a video on this exact topic, okay? One scriptural argument for why it's a sin and why it's not within God's design. And two secular arguments of this, okay? They're not appropriate for YouTube, but they're on our Patreon community. If you guys want to check it out, sign up for our Patreon community. Um, it's only $5 a month. You can watch the talks about an hour talk, breaking down three different perspectives on why this lifestyle scripturally and historically in the context of the church, as well as two completely secular arguments that have nothing to do with the Bible that comes to the same exact conclusion. If you want to check that out, that's in our Patreon. I appreciate you guys hanging out. I'll see you guys over there. Peace.